This is podcast. Nope. Start over. This is Garage Logic podcast number 14, September 27, 2018. The record high temperature in Garage Logic uh, as flashed on the uh, NAC hardware. Uh, can we start over? No, we're locked in. This is uh, sent to the. No, yes, you may. This is Garage Logic podcast number 14, September 27, 2018. The uh, record high temperature in Garage Logic, as, uh, as shown on the uh, common surface savings and loan bank in downtown GL, was 88 degrees in 1987. I am, uh, uh, I, 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 I got to start over again. Uh, we're keeping this now. <laughs> this uh, is all brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Store. And that's good. S- stay tuned. I, I got a lot on my mind. And now, nice work. from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. The chief offsite correspondent, uh, Kelsey, notes, uh, if Saturday Night Live was interested in doing comedy, they would bring back Dana Carvey to play Christine Blasey Ford. <laughs> then he includes a picture of uh, Dr. Ford and Dana Carvey from his uh, Wayne's World days. Not as far-fetched as you think. <laughs> that's, that's uncharitable, isn't it? Oh, just having fun because everybody's so damn serious there. Did you watch any of those proceedings? As much as possible. Uh, she's a very credible woman. What? I don't know how he's going to refute this. Um, the two things, uh, one question I don't care for is when the the eight the White House press corps directly asks President Trump, "Are these women lying?" He it's an unfair question because he doesn't know. Right, what are you talking about? Well, like John Carl or or members yesterday, of the White House. Are press. you talking about uh, Trump's spectacular press conference <laughs> yesterday? That was some one of the most riveting hour and a halfs of theater I've ever seen in my life. Yes, but I but I'm saying that the press corps that keeps asking, are these women lying? Well, it's too early. He does he doesn't know and he doesn't have a way of telling. You know, I was capable of having fun with. Uh, are you aware of the press conference I'm referring to? Uh, yes, sir. Johnny, yeah, the one we did an hour and a half. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I'm capable of having fun with it. Uh, you know, the likes of CNN just. Tore tore him a, a new uh, uh, new one a new one uh, and 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 they came up with uh, the sixty three most outrageous lines from Donald Trump's New York press conference oh. and uh, they're all uh, accurate uh, lines but you know they they it's impossible for them to have fun with the, with this guy this was strict he I got the sense Johnny that he knew damn well he was he was creating good theater. I think he always yeah. is aware of that. I don't think that's anything unusual. I have 145 judges I will be picking by the end of a fairly short period of time because President Obama wasn't big on picking judges. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm not going to read all the 63 ones, but I, I thought his uh, I thought his his candor. I told you, he's going to be the most transparent president in the history of the United States. You'll you'll never not know. Now to uh, now to uh, more pressing? No. Not to, now, as we speak, the uh, testimony continues to be given. Uh, I don't know. I don't have it on in front of me. They must be taking a lunch recess as, um, as we speak on this two, on this Thursday. What do you think they're having? I don't know. Yeah, when they're... does uh, Cav- I don't know how Kavanaugh is going to refute uh, the testimony of a woman who uh, uh, 
quite apparently was traumatized by this incident. It sounds to me like there were a bunch. Here's my take on it, which is fated, fated mm-hmm. to be terribly insensitive. Oh, boy. <laughs> it sounds like there are a bunch of rich kids who hung out at the country club uh, writing down dad's number every day right. at the pool or wherever. And that they routinely gathered uh, at somebody's house and and uh, had gatherings. Mm. And that she contends that at one of these gatherings, uh, Kavanaugh and his buddy Judge were uh, stumbling drunk and pinned her down on a bed and, and then laughed at her discomfort. And this, she quite vividly uh, uh, tells how this uh, has haunted her. And... How do you dispute that? Uh, the only thing that I would say that would be fated to be insensitive is I wonder how many girls or boys experience the same behavior, which is not to, not the same as to say I'm condoning it. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many experience that same kind of teenage hormonal explosions aided by cheap beer, how many were not traumatized. I don't know the answer to that. And I'm I'm being I'm trying to be sensitive because I have two kids two kids I used to have are daughters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm certain that nothing like that ever happened to them, but I'm equally certain if something like that did happen to them, they apparently took care of it and were not right. traumatized. Right. Does but, that make sense? But yes. how sad? Why and not I'm kick be, somebody in the nuts? I'm going to yes. use the word sad, but how sad is it that in 2018 we can't even have that civil conversation. No, I can't have this conversation. Because it's it's victim shaming. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. We're, yeah. we're trying to get to the bottom of the truth. Well, I, I, I don't have any reason to disbelieve this woman. She's one hell of an actress if she's making every bit of this up. She's just one hell of an actress. I think something— And I don't think she's an actress. I think she's who she is, and— she was she was haunted by this. She was traumatized by it, and I I'll be anxious to hear how he will attempt to refute this. What can he possibly say? It's a he said she said situation. I think something happened, and I don't know what. I think what happened is what she told you happened. I I I don't understand why we should not believe her. So so what does this mean? He's not qualified to be a Supreme Court justice. Different topic. It's a good question. But it's a different topic because, I mean, what? remember, the question I've been dying to ask for the last week or so is, look, if this happened to Kavanaugh, when did you have your conversion? Right. Mm -hmm. Do do we even know if he drinks today? Do we know? Because alcohol is the elephant in the room in all these stories. And he, I don't know how he got away with this. Uh, He's he's boastful of his good upbringing and his parents uh, being involved in his life and if he was stumbling around drunk that summer night that uh, that Ford uh, is uh, telling us about, how in the hell did he not get in trouble when he got home? I, I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> Maybe his pants were out. You t- now, you're telling me when you were a teenager you didn't drink and stumble home? and Never once, John. We and had I, this conversation. Yeah, we had this. You yes, really? Yeah, okay. I never had a drop of alcohol in high school. And you I, a dummy I, I over didn't here. either. Yeah. You I, didn't either? I never drank in high school. Not, not one yeah, I confessed. Wow. <laughs> I confessed. Yeah, I, <laughs> open door policy. Yeah, but in North Dakota, what else do you have to do? <laughs> no, I said my reasons were uh, 
I was I didn't want to get kicked off of hockey. Team. Mine were sports related too. Yeah. I didn't want to get kicked off. I mean, they that laid that down the law to us pretty well at at in high school. Well, and here's the other thing. And I bought it and obeyed. Right, right. <laughs> Everybody thought you know because I had a dad that was a cop. Yeah. And be like, oh, you could get on a speeding ticket. Right. Yeah, but if I sneeze, the entire city knows knows about it. Yeah, well, Trump, you're like Trump. I'm very famous, you know. I've been famous for a long time. No, that's not. Famous, no, I just meant he, everything gets back guy. to him is my point. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, I confess to the Highland Theater ice machine doubling as a beer cooler. Yeah, John missed If you dug deep, Johnny, in the, in the Highland Theater, you can find a special X. Yeah. find a special X. I, I, I think me and Rook were in the same boat. No, it wasn't in a special. It was a skunky special X. Because you knew it was in somebody's right, trunk right, yeah. for a week exactly. and a half. Exactly. Had, had to those summer days when I had to sit there and it was 90 degrees and you still got <laughs> it down. Let's, let's, let's yeah. get back to oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's get back to Kavanaugh and uh, Ford. Uh, she will prove, I to my way of thinking, she will prove to be the most credible of the women leveling these accusations at him. Okay, but are, is I know you said it's a separate topic. And again, this isn't a trial. But right, if that, this was a trial, question. if this was a trial, I got a six-year-old uh, granddaughter who would could could win this for Kavanaugh. This, if this was a trial, you mean to tell me you don't even know where you were, how you right, got, you right. know? But this isn't a trial. This isn't a trial. What then? What are we? Is it a an inquisition of information that we, this yes. is? These were the current conditions in 1980. Yep. Three or two, or and, and I think it's her belief that to answer a question you asked earlier, it seems to me it would be her belief that this behavior should disqualify him from a Supreme Court position. Did you guys read the article on Politico.com? Oh, no, there's been so many I've read, yeah, I don't yeah, know, they're, they're but, everywhere. Well, uh, about the ex boyfriend of the accuser, should I read you a Dr. snippet? Ford? Uh, or uh, another accuser. Another accuser. Well, the uh, the, the most Swetnick? recent accuser, Swetnick. Julie yes. Swetnick. Yeah, yes. she's not to be. Yeah, I wouldn't trust her to tell me the time of day. Well, <laughs> apparently her ex boyfriend had to take a restraining yeah. order out against her. Yeah, she's in the no go zone. She's the one that has the bad <laughs> math, right? Where it was yes. it was off a year or two, or well, plus she is that she, she admits to going back to the same functions right. where she contends she was uh, raped. You don't really return to those parties, do you? I, I don't think I would. I don't t- count her. As I say, uh, Dr. Ford, as we call her, she's going to prove, I think, to be the most credible. And what, what she wishes to come of this is that she wants the United States to understand that uh, this behavior should disqualify him from his nomination. And I think it, I think it will now. Don't you guys? Yes. I don't think he stands a chance. I, I think, unfortunately, I don't think uh, he said, she said, I don't think should stop a guy without any proof other than this is what I remember should bring down a potential Supreme Court justice. Well, but that's tantamount to saying that she's making it up. And I'm trying, you have to dance on eggshells here. Yeah. But what I, I, I don't know think me- she's, I don't think well, she's making it up. And I think what, something happened, but I don't know why. And what case then, Rook, it sounds like to me you're saying you'd never believe the female in that case. No. If there was if there well, I, if it was one of your daughters. The timing I already said that. The timing is suspect. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. The timing that's, is suspect. Feinstein, so that's Feinstein should be blamed for that. Well, but and those are the pieces of the puzzle that I'm putting together. And I'm not just saying because she said it happened, it did or did not happen. I'm just 
everything is so suspect and the fact that she took the polygraph recently and she didn't, I mean, I don't know what to believe. And yes, I've got two daughters too. I never want that type of thing to happen. And I, Hopefully they'd punch him right, you know, well, right I mean, in the what? Knowing them as I do, of course they, they would. They would, yeah. yeah. Of course they would. We're dealing with a woman here who chose would be the wrong word. Uh, we're dealing with a woman here who apparently was of a personality type to have this become very traumatizing for her. Okay, and the frustrating thing is the fact that she what what she is saying goes unchecked. And there's no charitable way to 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 state my point here without. I'm not calling her a liar or anything like that. I'm just saying she's saying this. It's going unchecked, and it could potentially bring down a good a Supreme Court candidate. But when you say that, you sound like you're saying, "Oh, it's a good old boys network." I'm not saying that. Well, that's why it's so frustrating. Would it would it be checked if? They did an FBI investigation as is being asked. Then would you be okay with whatever? I'd be yeah, okay they with found, whatever they'd find in. I'd be okay with. Yeah, yeah if they but found something and there's, but there's no evidence to. Oh my God! I don't mean to sound like a euphorian, but I'm I'm comfortable uh, believing her. Yeah, I I, yeah. I have no problem uh, believing that. Because my only option is if I don't believe her, then I believe that she's a very Machiavellian actress who is dedicating her life to making sure. Uh, this conservative does not get a Supreme Court uh, uh, judgeship. Yeah. And I, I'm that's a stretch for me. I don't believe that. I do not believe she's an actress making this up. Okay. And I talked to some guys who are way more conservative than me this morning. Mm-hmm. And they, they, to a man, were saying, how in God's name is he going to refute this? I don't know. I have no idea what he's gonna, how he's going to play it. At but- what point, too, does it become not really worth it anymore? Boy, I would. Uh, I I don't think I could have personally let it get this far. Yeah, that's exactly. I guess. I guess that's exactly. what I. Yeah. I'm out of there. I'll see you later. <laughs> right. I'm going to the golf course. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. Uh, I have some questions about Valley Fair coming up. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shoe Show. Were you guys aware of the news over the last weekend that uh, Valley Fair had to close and evacuate the people who were there on Saturday night? Yes. I I was unaware of this story. I I only was because I live very close to Valley Fair. Why do I get the feeling uh, there's something I'm not being told? In as far as every every I went back and did my Google searching of this and read all the local news sites on this. Uh, numerous fights forced Shakopee police to order an evacuation at the amusement park last Saturday night. Uh, Shakopee police said fights erupted after different groups of people moved about the park and bumped into each other. Uh, shoving incidents ensued before growing into arguments and threats and eventual and eventually physical confrontations before police got involved. The out-of-control fighting prompted Valley Fair to order an evacuation, leaving many park attendees fearing for their safety. Uh, Valley Fair plans on increasing security for the rest of their fall season and have contracted for additional police officers for the park, says Shakopee Police Captain Craig Robson. Uh, why am I, I, I'm bothered by the thought that I'm not being told something. You ready? Yep. Much like there's a curfew at the Mall of America, Yep. they're soon going to have to have one at Valley Fair. 
That's not what I was referring to. Well, be- I want to know who who was doing the fighting. Well, like a rumble. Or it's something. not. I'm not being told that no. you're not, and I think it's because you know Valley Fair is in the business of selling it to families and people with kids, and I I don't know a family that would go to Valley Fair after dark, or or even close to you know post late afternoon anymore. Why? Be- because it turns into. It's a little rough. It gets a little rough. It gets it gets uh you know the 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 teenagers from all over. That's where they go. Um, Remember that one dad that was beat up. Yes, uh, because a couple of let me let me stay on my point. Yeah, uh, I'm about to answer it. Well, my point you're being, you're not being told this because it's gang activity, Joe. Okay, I think the public deserves to know that. I do too. But in in every website I checked, eleven nine four Star Tribune NPR. No one is telling me who these young people were. And I think they're trying to protect Valley Fair because if Valley Fair is now known as a spot where there's gang activity, their business, they'll, they'll have to close up shop. Well, how do they clean it up then? If, if in fact it is, I mean, yeah. what's the more security? The is they, it doesn't, isn't Valley Fair, doesn't Valley Fair continue to be a very successful destination yes. for families? It does. Yeah. I think. I but mean, you're I, suggesting that, uh, you, do you have some firsthand knowledge that at night it becomes a different place. Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you often ride the roller coaster? At <laughs> no. You over there by yourself yeah. on the Ferris? No, but I will say this. Creeping out. I if if it's after two o'clock in the afternoon, I won't bring my kids there. Really? I haven't been mm-hmm. there for a while, so I haven't. Oh, thank God. I'm but done Valley with that Scare stuff. is a huge. That's what this was. This was the opening weekend of the Halloween deal. Yeah. Uh, right. That. I mean, that's at night too. And the theme park too. But that's yeah. That's. I don't even think they start until. Is it like seven, eight o'clock? I couldn't answer the that. scare part. But the park itself, too, unfortunately, because I grew up going to Valley Fair. It was great. I told my I kids Valley Fair was Disney World. But but I'm I <laughs> the, the readers the the re, the consumers of news mm-hmm. in the Twin Cities. Are uh, they have a right to know? Are not being told. I don't. Ca- I don't care. By the way, I don't care what ethnicity. Uh, uh, I don't care if they're white, black, red, maroon, and gold. I think I have a right to know what the hell's going on. And I'm not being told that. Mm-hmm. I com- I completely agree with and you. And see, you think you think it's being done to protect Valley Fair. In uh, some I, ways, I have a I have a completely different take on it. If in fact these are kids. Uh, of of a certain ethnicity, for example, mm-hmm. uh, it's the news gatherers protecting the kids. They don't give a damn about Valley Fair. You well, so they're protecting it, them for the wrong okay, reasons. I guess then. I could see that. But oh. there are so many kids, and I I don't I'm not even going to lump in ethnicity in this. I don't know. For all I know, is roving gangs of white fifteen year olds. I have no idea. That's what I mean. There there are so many kids, which is my point. That I should, should have be an supervised, idea. right? And they're just not. And again, they don't have the social graces of. Did you look at? Did you disrespect? Go me? to a Twins game during the week, and when you leave at nine o'clock, you would be amazed at the harassment that goes on in the streets of Minneapolis. It's just it's it's so unfortunate because there are so many parents who are unwilling to parent. Mm-hmm. Can I stay on the Halloween theme? Yeah, I love Halloween. Uh, I know, but. I'm not going to indict you, but generally speaking, I think adults have really gone out of their way to ruin it for children. I think adults have just oh, for completely kids. ruined it. Uh, I'm looking at one. Right. <laughs> right. Here you go. Well, here. Here's a story out of Johnny Height's own North Dakota. Uh-oh. A Halloween decoration hanging in the window of a North Dakota home is so scary that it prompted calls from neighbors and at least one plea for police <laughs> assistance. 
The sign read, Help Me, which oh. appears to be written in blood. Oh, my God. It's part of Becky Mew's display for her favorite holiday at her West Fargo home. You're a creep, lady. You're a creep. I might be taking it a little bit too far. Uh what was the one? Muse and her. I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. Muse and her husband began getting messages from neighbors over the weekend asking if they were okay. And one neighbor even dialed 911, <laughs> leading to a visit from a police officer. Muse says the incident uh, ended in a laugh, and, the, uh, and, it, and that the officer did not ask her to take the sign down. You're a moron, lady. Yes, you are. <laughs> I, I hope you're listening to the podcast. You're a moron. It's it's gruesome. It's not funny. It's help scrawled in what appears to be blood right. with a bloody handprint. Adults are ruining this. Adults are ruining Halloween for kids. I don't want my little ones to walk up to that house and see that crap. No. What a bunch of early. B as in B, S as in S. Right. What was the one where the, the, the decoration was the guy hanging from the... From the uh, rain gutter and the ladder oh, yeah. had fallen off. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, hell, people have recreated airline disasters. Plane yeah. crashes. Plane yeah. crashes. What? That's not funny. That's not funny. I know funny. You know funny. That ain't funny. Not funny. <laughs> and this West Fargo crackpot, this isn't funny. Pretty worked up about this, Joe. You're outraged. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Right. Can't play Al Green, can I? No, no. We, uh, and I, I won't sing it because I'm not going to do it justice. <laughs> what if I brought the song for my own collection? No. That wouldn't make, no. No. That wouldn't make any what the hell? No. What if I borrowed it from a friend? No, you can't no. do that. Yeah. No. Let's see. We are making progress hey. with the lot. Hey, speaking of Valley Fair, guess who we found out listens this week? Uh, Johnny who? Holm, the Johnny Holm band. Really? Yeah, he because he heard us put the shout out for music. What's He's, that got to do with Valley Fair? Because he performs, or they used to at least a lot. I don't know if they still do, um, but he performed out there, and he said, I, "I've been listening to Joe and Rook for twenty years. Use whatever you want." I thought that was cool. Well, do we have his stuff? Yeah, we can get it. Oh, we can get it. Hey, you know what? What we had Al Green as a guest one time. <laughs> I'm I'm going to call him. There you go. I'm going to figure out how to reach him. Didn't he give you like I need about to, seven I need play, seconds? I need to play that song. Yeah, we'll uh, we can talk to their people. Writing it down, Al Green. Well, I'll well, you do call it. him. You, I'll, I'll do it. You guys are tight. <laughs> you have enough to do to get those messages out to that Becky lady or whatever, uh-huh. and uh, the people that want to run the Medtronic wearing GL shirts. They said, "Can we have your permission?" I said, "Sure." Yeah, do like, it. Let's go. They're gonna make their own. And say GL on podcasts. They're coming in from Colorado to run the. Uh, I love that to run the marathon. I love how our listeners are are very. Um, Self-serving. Should I keep a file this year for the next month Halloween? on how adults are ruining Halloween? Yes. 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 All right. I'll keep this story. This is uh, uh, the Muse family. Uh, they're they're leading the uh, uh, Becky Muse. Uh, she's leading the uh, she's leading right now, but we have a month to go. Yeah. And I'm sure she'll be topped by something even more ridiculous, right? Oh, mm-hmm. there's going to be all sorts of yeah. You can't have masks. You can't have. Halloween treats, all that kind of stuff. Every year it's, it, they come back and it's the same old stuff. What are you babbling about? What do you mean you can't have masks? Who can't? You can't. Kids can't wear masks to school because they might oh. scare people or. Well, um, I, I don't think that I'm alarmed by that. I, you're supposed to go to school to go to school. Well, but it's supposed to be fun. I, I don't want it to no be fun. No dressing up. I don't want it to be fun. You sound like Morgan <laughs> Q.E. Wolf Slattery. Well, here we are, children. 
Thank you for attending the Extracurricular Halloween Fun Night. I'm Morgan Cuey Wolf Slattery, here to get you all prepared for Halloween. Now, first of all, we need to dress appropriately. No violent or condescending costumes. I'm going to be a cowboy with a big hat and two six-shooters at my side. Uh, I don't think I'll have any ammo, though. It doesn't matter. A cowboy is just wrong on so many levels. Any others? Uh, I'll be a secretary. I want to be a nurse. Because these are women's jobs? Honestly. Children, there is no trick or treat. Candy is bad for you, and dressing up in inappropriate costumes will give you nightmares. Do not race from house to house. If someone is going slower than you, shine your light ahead and say, Excuse us, passing on the left. Okay, pretend there's someone in front of you. What do you say? Hey, hurry up. We got a lot of potential bounty out here. Oh, children. What do we say on Halloween after ringing the doorbell at a home in our community? Trick or treat, money or eat. Give me some candy or I'll kick you in the seat. Hey, lady, out with the goods. I ain't got all night. No, no, no. Hey, hurry up. Ooh. Did we scare ya? Hey, lady. Do you have I say good? No, no, no. We say wellness and equal opportunity. Wellness and opportunity? I don't even know what that means, you old bailax. Take a tree, Morgan. Q-E. Wolf. Sally. Happy Halloween, It's the end of the world as we know it, but he feels fine. Joe Suchere. It's John Hyde in the Garage Logic newsroom. Thank you, Joe. U.S. Representative Keith Ellison, Democratic candidate for Attorney General. He's been fighting that allegation from an ex-girlfriend that he physically abused her. Uh, he has now asked the House Ethics Committee to investigate the matter. Ellison said in a statement, I'm taking this step now because I'm innocent and eager to see this entire matter resolved. Ellison has denied the abuse allegations by Karen Monahan. She said she was in an emotionally abusive relationship with the congressman and that during a fight in 2016, he screamed obscenities at her while trying to drag her off a of bed by her legs and feet. His request for that investigation comes as Democrats in Congress are pushing for an FBI investigation still, of course, into the sexual assault allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, while hearings on charges that Kavanaugh assaulted a woman in the early 80s got underway this morning, Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee announced late last night they had questioned two men they say, not Kavanaugh, had the encounter with Christine Blasey Ford that led to her sexual assault allegations. Uh, they didn't offer any evidence to back up that claim, and they say neither man uh, claiming responsibility will be identified by name. There's no indication either intends to come forward publicly. Our buddy, Danny O'Gara, closing up shop for a while after Saturday night this week. Oh. I didn't realize it was that quick. Is that this weekend That's already? this Saturday, yeah. Um, Martin Zeller on the 29th? Oh, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, Martin Zeller's playing in the uh, garage. We got to go, don't we? I think one last... Uh, Awful quiet out of you three. <laughs> bottle of booze over that at That pub is 77 years old. God, I love O'Gara's. The owners of O'Gara's Bar and Grill are demolishing the pub in order to build a multi-store apartment building with space for a smaller version of their uh, popular bar on the ground level. The design for that space where the sprawling pub currently sits includes 163 apartment units, 205 parking stalls, an integrated co-working space, and more than 4,000 square feet of space for O'Gara's. Uh, the current bar space, by the way, is more than four times that size. More um, importantly, who will plow the alley? Do you know that? Uh, you know what it's famous for too. 
Danny's the third generation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, who lived upstairs in the apartment? Charles Schultz. Right. And who had the barbershop downstairs? That I don't know. Charles Schultz's dad. Really? Yeah. And, Where uh, was the barbershop? Uh, in a room that eventually got expanded into becoming more of O'Gara's. Okay. Yeah. That is, a, as a guy who plays in a band, that's so neat, the garage area. Yeah, it's, a, neat, to, it's a nice venue. Yeah, I used to love going in there to play. Yeah. Well, he always treats um, his music, his musicians well. Yeah, he treats everybody He's well. He's treated the community pretty well, including vets and soldiers. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. Also, uh, the, uh, I think the Mikulski uh, family. Rookie owns the record for most bourbon consumed <laughs> at uh, O'Gara's. I'm uh, sure that's a record I want. <laughs> no. I've had some times where I had to be driven home. I... <laughs> I wasn't proud of myself. All right. Algaris uh, will be reopening. Ask me if I wanted the 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 toilet um, from the uh, you know the, the last oh. one on the left where I may have uh, done a little damage. If I wanted the seat, really? I, I really? said, Nah, you go ahead and auction it off. It's fine. Oh, rookie, rookie puked here. Oh. I think I was at a reunion, maybe. Yeah. Oh my God. So I don't want to hear any more of that. But, uh, I was out of high school though. Just right. so you know, yes. Yeah. High school over twenty one. Yes. Absolutely. It was all legal. I know these stories were going to come out. I might not have brought that. Right, yeah, sorry, oh, John. Yeah. Uh, Algaris will be reopening in the new format either late 2019, so next year, or early in 2020. Because it's going to be a condo building, right? Isn't? Did they? I know you just said that, but do we know how how big how big is it? Anyway, 163 apartment units. Got it. 205 parking stalls and an integrated co-working space, more than 4,000 square feet of space for Algaris. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Yep. No CAT scans. Yep. <laughs> I had a question. Yep. China's second space lab will come back to Earth in July of next year in a controlled destruction. That, according to China's space agency, the announcement comes just six months after the country's first space lab, named Ting Gong 1, made international news when it nice. infamously plummeted out of orbit in an uncontrolled descent. That one fell into the South Pacific Ocean in April, mostly burning up in the atmosphere before it reached the ocean. The second space lab, which is, of course... Tiangong 2 has been in orbit for two years. It was launched in 2016. According to state media, it performed 14 projects and carried a 600-pound uh, load. Tiangong 2 has fulfilled its mission during the two-year time, said Ling Qing Zhang, director of the China Manned Space Engineering Office. The prototype for that one was, we made dud. <laughs> in I'm trying to read something, so uh, yeah. I'm not really paying okay. any attention That's okay. To you. No, it's, uh, you missed a good one. Uh, we made Dud? We yeah. made Dud, yeah. That's the prototype for the rocket. That's what they named it. <laughs> we made Dud. We made Dud. In 2016, two astronauts. Don't you feel sorry for the poor ocean? The ocean's always getting... Yeah, it's, yeah they get all Forget like, plastic straws. in it and yes. rockets. And it's awfully euphorian, isn't it? Fruitcake over there is blowing up right, stuff. Right, According to state media, they conducted, uh, conducted experiments related to medicine, physics, physics and biology. Welcome North, back, Johnny. Yeah, yep. thanks. Hey, John. How about this? A North Carolina city dealing with fallout from Hurricane Florence mm -hmm. has been swarmed by aggressive mosquitoes nearly three times larger than regular mosquitoes. What? Good God. One, Rodan. One resident, Robert. Remember Rodan, John? I do. Yeah. yeah. You and I will be the only ones in the room that would remember Rodan. The big guy. Rodan fought Godzilla once. That's right. Mm -hmm. One resident, Robert Phillips, describes their rise as, quote, a bad science fiction movie. That sounds like it, John. North Carolina State University entomology professor Michael Reiskin told the Fayetteville Observer that Florence's flood water has caused eggs for mosquito species such as the oh. Sophora ciliata to hatch. 
Those mosquitoes, often called gall nippers, are known for their painful bite. They often lay eggs in low-lying damp areas. Which there's now plenty of. The eggs lie dormant in dry weather and hatch as adults after heavy rains. Reiskin said the state has 61 mosquito species, and when the flood comes, we get many billions of new mosquitoes we wouldn't normally have. Boy, that's what I like, though, when we're after the fair. We get that nice first cool couple of days. No more skeeters. Yep. You know what? I didn't get bothered by a skeeter all summer long. Are really? you out now of I your, think about Really? It. I no. got a few. No. Oh, my God. Every ball field in the state was awful this summer. Have you seen these things? You can, uh, they're bug guns. And you you put you load them with salt, and then it's like a rifle. It's it's a, it appears to be a rifle, but it's loaded with table salt. Yeah. And if there's a fly in your kitchen, you just boom, you just take aim at a it. A fly? Yeah, or anything. Well, but, does it leave salt? But all that over well, that's there? my problem with it. Then it leaves salt on your floor. Right. Yeah. Then you got to get a salt removal then you gun. Get right. A, you know, What's you going get a on there? These mosquitoes. North Carolina's governor has ordered four million bucks. Where did you? Uh, where did you see that? Was it in a, like an airplane Frats? magazine? Picked up at Frats? No, it's uh, uh, my gas station guy has one. What? For the gas station? Yeah. Not just for the downtimes. <laughs> Times when you're just in between Phillips. Uh, the uh, four million dollars has been ordered to fight mosquito uh, infestation sure, in sure. North Carolina. That little money will help. Yep. I was Why would salt kill a mosquito? I'm well, gonna, the, I want to look that up. It's just like a big, you know, one of these. The salt hits them and they die. Is yeah. that? Yeah. That's, You'd have to have pretty good mess. aim. Never. Like Mr. Miyagi picking up a fly with some chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources warden helped rescue an owl who was stuck in a car's grill overnight. DNR said conservation warden Megan Jensen got a call from a driver Sunday in Trempeleau County. Believed he had killed an owl. The bird was jammed into the car's front grill. He decided to deal with it in the morning. But the bird was resilient, and when the driver went out the next morning, it was there, quote, just hanging out, according to the DNR. Jensen and the driver teamed up to get the owl loose, and Jensen took the bird to the Cooley Region Humane Society to have it checked out. The bird was okay. Jensen released the bird into a wooded area near where the driver hid it. Joe, I apologize. Uh-oh. I just found the mosquito gun? gun. Yeah. And it well, it looks like a regular handgun, by the way. Well, Ooh, be careful with I've that. I've only seen the rifle version. Okay, there's two different kinds. There's the yeah, there is a rifle version, but apparently, I don't think of them as weapons against mosquitoes. I think of them as weapons against house flies. Well, but peop, the the demonstration videos are people are outside in like large fields oh. to get rid of. I'm sure if you want it for your yard or whatever, that's what you would use it for. Yeah, yeah. not S- in the kitchen, sitting in your lawn chair. Right. Oh, oh could you imagine? <laughs> An Irishman who missed his flight at Dublin Airport was arrested for running after the plane on the tarmac in a bid to flag it down. Well, they're not trains, buddy. They're not going to stop. <laughs> right. Witnesses said a man in his 20s <laughs> broke through an airport door and ran toward the Ryan airplane, which was about to take off for Amsterdam. Declan Harvey, who was at and the... And he had to get there. I got to right. get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who was at the airport said he could hear a man shouting, wait, at the plane before oh, he was God. tackled to the ground by airport workers. The airport said the man became agitated after he and a woman arrived at the gate too late for the flight, said the man broke through a door and made his way onto the apron trying to flag the aircraft down. He was briefly restrained by Ryanair staff until airport police got there. He was handed over to Irish police, taken to a Dublin police station. He's 23-year-old Patrick Kehoe. He later appeared in a Dublin court charged with criminal damage to a door lock, uh, let out on bail until he has to go to court in November. As he left the court, Kehoe shouted abuse and insults at journalists and swung at them with his suitcase before lowering his trousers and mooning. 
all the bystanders. Nice. <laughs> you know, people do act weird at the airport. Rook, though. do you know Scott Matura? Yeah, I was a classmate of mine. He was horrible. Cannot speak French at all. All right, he's coming up shortly. <laughs> oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Very interesting note he wrote me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. Go ahead, Johnny. Oh, oh. No, pardon me. I, uh, I was your my friend at the airport no, too. No. too. My friend at the I'm airport. I'm really getting tired of this mysterious friend of yours at the airport. I don't want to name him. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> the other day he witnessed a guy drop his bag off mm-hmm. uh, over by a restaurant. And then ran away from the bag. Really? And as he was called Ooh. out and said, sir, sir, turn around. Hey, yeah. is that your bag? Yeah. He was mad that the uh, the person uh, greeted him and shouted at him to say, you just left your bag and you started running. Yeah. What, was, not... his, what was his answer? Uh, he didn't. He became a little irate that uh, it's not pee? what you say, but how you say it. No, no. You, you're, you're telling a fairly okay. interesting story Check here. Is there a point to it? He had to go to the bathroom. And he thought he could just discreetly leave his bag there, yeah. and he knew it was time to board the plane. But so there, are, he was there running. are people at the airport who are instructed to to look for that yeah. behavior. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. what the the lady told him, sir. You left your bag and you ran away well, from. Well, I think he needed to be called out. He, I'm, I agree. I thought yeah. my point is people act weird at the airport. Well, I'm going to tell you about your buddy Maturo when we come back. All, All right? right, we can do that. All right. Stop him. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. I'm not going to do an uh, email segment today. Okay. But I do intend to refer to two emails because they uh, uh, they refer to uh, topics that we've discussed on the air. Uh, the first is from uh, a guy named Scott Matura who notes uh, he was Cretan class of 87 with the Rook. He shared right? a homeroom with him, yes. And he was, uh, he was uh, writing to me. About that art school lottery. Remember that? We brought that up. That no longer will you audition to get into the school. Uh, But he said, uh, pushing back every day out here in the mountains of southwest Montana. P.S. I really need to email you regarding the national media hysteria of Yellowstone. I live just up the road. Uh, Scott Matura, executive chef at Bucks, lodging and dining. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rookie sense a road trip. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so, so I emailed him back. Okay. Yes, please let me know about Yellowstone. Uh, and I'm afraid he might be accusing me of being among the news gatherers who incite hysteria about Yellowstone. But he writes, here's the long and the short of it. Much like the climate, the geothermal activity in Yellowstone is always changing, albeit underground and out of sight. We see a, hur- a hurricane materialize or typhoon depending on the hemisphere, or we are ravaged with the heavy summer of tornadoes. But as you continually point out, there is virtually always an historic comparison to a record high, record low, devastating hurricane, etc. And you are also very accurate to point out that the destruction and casualties are greater because more people live there. Congruently, the volcanic and geothermal activity is always in motion, and the park has seen a three- to five-year stretch of record numbers of visitors, so it is seeing more coverage in the media, the link being more hurricane deaths now due to population growth. Far and away, the biggest influencer of changes beneath the earth is the shifting of tectonic plates. Therefore, it stands to reason that as these plates shift, it opens, closes, it alters channels and canals of hot water and steam. This, in turn, effectively slows, shuts down, or opens up new and old geothermal pathways. An example of this is Steamboat Geyser, which has had more activity in 2018 than in decades. 
whereas Old Faithful is pretty stable now for generations. It depends on where the underground pathway, paths, pathways lie and where these pools and geysers exit the earth in relation to tectonic plates. Yellowstone experiences between 1,000 and 3,000 earthquakes annually, but all at average of 1.7, which in turn shift things down below, so to speak. As far as the big one or major changes that will affect us all, that is a lot of media hype right in the same vein as man-made climate change. It makes for great stories nationwide, but no one in these parts, no one is talking about it. Talk about worrying about something you can't do anything about. When, and it is a when, though it could still be tens of thousands of years, Yellowstone blows, it will be so massive that all of Garage Logic and Spoon Lake will be obliterated in ash and debris in a matter of seconds, and you are almost exactly a thousand miles away. It will be that massive. I heard you mention the 1959 Hebgen Lake earthquake on uh, one of your last radio shows. It is still quite a sight, and all 28 people, their cars, and their campers are still buried beneath the rubble. There is a memorial memorial you can visit on top of the site. On a side note, I am friends with an old cattle rancher out here who, along with many of his peers, absolutely do not believe in man-made climate change. They stand together in the scientific fact that the sun is so overwhelmingly the largest influence of climate in our solar system that nothing else is even in the conversation. And until you find a way to control the sun, good luck controlling the climate. Uh, and then he provides a link to the earthquake of 1959. Somebody must have wrote that for him. Uh, I, I love the fact that we're getting this from someone who lives there and, mm -hmm. and, and is saying to the rest of the country, just settle down, you people. Uh, this, this, this park, is, this land has been doing this for uh, the ages. Ever. The ages, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you ought to get out there to Bucks. I think so. I think it's a road trip. Executive chef. You know, rent a camper thank and head you, out. Uh, thank Scotty. you, Scott. Not the brightest bulb in high school, I'll tell you that much. Well, he certainly sounded informed there. That's what I said. Somebody must have wrote that for him. There was some congruent. He doesn't even know how to spell that. Well, it was spelled correctly. Uh, even okay. though six minutes ago he thought he's a head chef yeah. and then oh, yeah. got interested. You just oh, yeah. what a smart any chance guy. you have. What a smart guy. He really knows what he's, he's thinking. He's not going to let you in the restaurant. He knows what he's doing. Let's go, Scott. The three of us, always invited. Yeah, open <laughs> invitation. Do you recall well, we mentioned the uh, story of the uh, the ill child uh, of the football coach of yes. a high school team in Michigan? Mm -hmm. And some word I can't say uh, complained that uh, it, it appeared that people were had the audacity to pray for this child uh, uh, out on the field. Mm -hmm. And uh, that inspired an email from uh, James Carroll in, uh, I listened to your podcast daily down here in Tampa. I heard your story about the little girl in Michigan who had people praying for her after a football game. The same day I heard the whole Bert and Ernie kerfuffle. The whole live and let live tolerant left seem to be asking us just to tolerate them. The reality is that they want to crush anyone who disagrees with them. I came across a quote by a British theologian, Theo Hobson. He seemed to capture this attitude better than I could ever say it. He said that those things that once were condemned must be celebrated. Secondly, those things that once were celebrated must now be condemned. Finally, those who will not celebrate must be condemned. Hmm. Wow. I think we are seeing more and more of that. I used to be a mainstream, normal, garage logic guy. Now I am a right-wing radical. The woman who wanted to be president called me despicable. The man who was most recently vice president called me dregs of society. And yet I haven't moved. I think, the sa I think the same things I've always thought. Ten years ago, my neighbor, who was a pretty good guy in his own right, called me a racist for putting a McCain sign in my yard. 
I don't think the center is holding where I live. I love your podcast and will always listen to both hours. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Jim Carroll. So he left the he left the ranks of garage logicianship to become a right wing rando. Well, there's another example of why the word racist doesn't mean anything. Putting a McCain sign up in your yard would have had nothing to do with race. Right. But I'm I'm saddened by this email. That he's no he he believes the center is not holding. They're starting to look more and more like that. I think you're seeing it with the hearings that are taking place as we speak. The center is not holding. And this is where we're supposed to, uh, the center is supposed to hold, and this is where everyone is supposed to come together, right here in the middle, garage logic. Common sense prevails. They have resumed, by the way. They're back, uh, they're back chatting away. Man, the owner of the Los Angeles Times and I, are on the same page. Come on. Uh, his name is Patrick Soon Xiong. He's a, a billionaire. Uh, and he, uh, his name is Patrick Soon Xiong. And yesterday, he advocated for a change in how people consume news on social media, calling misinformation and how it spread the cancer of our time. He finds social media to be despicable, and I more often than not agree with him. The short attention span we're creating in this millennium is actually very dangerous, said Shun Xiong, the new owner of the L.A. Times. It's the unattended consequences of social media. Shun Xiong, also chairman and CEO of biotech firm Nant K. West, was responding to a question about the state of media and its relationship to social networks. Platforms such as Facebook's newsfeed have revolutionized how people consume media and how news organizations deliver content but they have also been criticized for spreading so-called fake news misinformation. Soon Xiong, a former surgeon, told Squawk Alley, I don't know what that is, a website apparently, mm. that fake news is the cancer of our time and social media is a form of metastasis of news. We need to change that. He said people cannot differentiate from fake news, real news, or opinion news on Facebook. Soon Xiong took control of the LA Times for $500 million in June. He joins the ranks of billionaires Mark Benioff and Jeff Bezos, who have also purchased media companies. Benioff just bought Time magazine for $190 million in cash from Meredith Corporation. Bezos owns the Washington Post. Well, I'm with you, uh, Mr. Patrick Soon-Shiong. I, I, think, I think what he's saying is that uh, Twitter, for example, right. Facebook, has led to a lot of misinformation, Right. Yeah, because people take it as gospel and they yeah. don't verify it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just wasn't made for these times is coming up, too. All right, so we're going to have more? Yeah, much more. Oh, okay.